I who, know. Who wouldn't watch a Super Bowl? Oh, wait. When, when, <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> when your husband is the football guy and was at work, you, I just have no reason to. Oh. No reason. Like, there's no a cultural to. movement of people. Millions. I honestly forgot that it was on. Oh, my word. Right. Wait a minute. I think we mentioned it more than once on Sunday morning. Yep, we did. And I was... <laughs> I am pretty sure <laughs> this was said on social media, on the stage. This is our... Could you finish that sentence for me, Laura? This Sunday? is our... Our no, Super Bowl. Our, our Sunday. <laughs> oh, Lord, help us. Super Sunday. It's going to be a great one. <laughs> Our goal on this podcast is to know Jesus better and by the power of his spirit, do better. So together we can be a little better. Well, welcome to A Little Better. You are joining us on an extremely extraordinary, incredible, dare I say, super podcast. (laughs) We are basking in the glow of our Super Bowl, not the 49ers and the Chiefs. We are basking in what God did Mm. at Northridge Church across many campuses. We had open baptism and uh, we, I just, there's too much to talk about. There's too many stories to tell, but um, uh, listen, Drew, you did bring a message in the (laughs) middle of it all. (laughs) So why don't you at least give us that context, your message in 60. Yeah. What I love about open baptism is we teach on baptism, right? So there's clarity so people can make a decision. So I really just uh, taught on baptism, what baptism is, the public display of an inward change. We use the football illustration of putting on the jersey. You're putting on um, a jersey that says, I follow Jesus. So you're making that declaration. Then we give people a chance to respond. And we summed up the series, the ripple effect, and we got to see how God is using our church to ripple. It was an amazing Sunday. So much to talk about. So amazing. I do want to pause for a second. Of course, uh, if you're listening to us, you do not know. If you're watching, you're wondering who is sitting on the couch with us. So welcome so much, Laura, uh, for being here. Can you tell us, uh, hey, listen, tell us what your role is at, at Northridge and just tell us a little bit about your family. We would welcome to the podcast. Yeah. So thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. Um, I have two hats at, uh, or at Northridge. I wear the spiritual development hat and the Webster Kitsman hat, um, Kitsman coordinator. And this Sunday I got to put the spiritual development hat on, which was really cool. Um, and a little bit about me, my husband and I have been coming to Northridge probably for like 10 or 11 years. Um, we have a seven year old son and a two year old, and it's been a really cool family experience getting to help them. I was making my kids help with the lanyards, getting ready for the Sunday. So Tell us your son's name and why. <laughs> so my son's name is Brixen, and my husband is a huge Cubs fan. And we made a bet when I was pregnant that if the Cubs won the Super Bowl, or not, sorry, Super Bowl, the World Series before I gave birth. It's like the Cubs won the Super Bowl? <laughs> oh, my word. That well, is, this is our Sunday. <laughs> they might be that frustrated. They might try to win the Super Bowl instead <laughs> of the World Series. They might have had a better chance at the Super Bowl than the World Series. But if... I gave birth, or if no, if they won before I gave birth, then my husband got to name him. And he really wanted his name to be Bricks and Ivy, based off the Bricks and the Ivy. And I said, absolutely not to Ivy, but he got Bricks in. So, <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. Awesome. Well, listen, let's get back to, um, I want to ask you both a question. Uh, how was your Sunday? Tell us some of the stories. What did you experience? What was it like to reflect on what happened yesterday? Well, what's kind of interesting is we kind of, 
see Sunday from completely different sides, right? <laughs> I see it from the stage and from the baptismal tank. And mm-hmm. so, I mean, if you showed up on Sunday and you had a bad Sunday, I'm just going to say it out loud. There's something wrong with you. There is. There is <laughs> something wrong with you because Sunday was just so amazing. I told my wife, I, I, like, I am tired of smiling at home because I was filled with so much joy from watching people stand in front of people to go get baptized to like the journey to get there and just seeing people go down in the water and come up and like you could just feel the like joy. I asked this question almost every baptism I did, how are you feeling? And I got a bunch of questions from like, I'm nervous, I'm ready, I'm excited, I I love this moment. I mean, all kinds of things. Seeing dads baptize their sons and daughters, seeing people who've prayed for someone baptize them. Like, I mean, who joy. It was just severe joy that never gets old. Laura, were you too exhausted to enjoy it? I mean, a lot happened before Sunday. <laughs> I for was you. really tired. But um, the cool part is, and I might get some flack for this, this was my very first time actually seeing open baptism. Mm-hmm. Um, I have always been in the nursery volunteering. Um, so it was really awesome to actually be able That's to cool. see it. Um, I've heard so much about it going into this. I obviously did a lot going into this, and to be able to see it was really cool. Yeah. So So I don't think we've even mentioned yet, so I just want to bring people up to speed on the numbers. Mm -hmm. Uh, And like we always say around here, um, the reason numbers matter is because every number is a person. Yeah. I mean, what it's not the numbers we care about, it's the stories behind them. Mm-hmm. But it's a way to see some of the scope of what God did. So across, we had three services in Rochester, two in Brighton, two in Webster. Across all those services, all campuses. Online as well? Well, online too. There were people who watched online who came in, mm-hmm. um, talked to one guy, you know, came in from Niagara Falls. You know, he had been to the Rochester campus three times before, but he mostly watches online. You... You talk yep. to a guy in the tank, you know, who said said yep. he watched online. So yes, there's online people too. Um, but uh, across all those campuses, all those services, two hundred and six yeah. people baptized. I mean, we a uh, baby Brighton, brand new campus, our yeah. smallest campus, but a brand new campus. We just lost. They have two services. They had nineteen people baptized there. Webster, I believe the number was 43. Yeah. 43, like I think it's 22 and 21 That's for their two services, and Rochester, 144. So mm-hmm. maybe, hopefully, I did the math right. I can double check. I'm here. not a math person. But, Don't uh, ask putting me. that all together, unbelievable. And it just kept getting, I mean, bigger and bigger at Rochester. I was at mm-hmm. Rochester. Were you at Webster, Laura? Yeah, I was at Webster. So you got to see it happen out there. Yeah. But, um, did you guys, were you able to fit it into your service or were you running over? Yeah, both services. I think I think maybe the first one ended like a couple minutes later, but both of them ended pretty much right on time. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Hey, I want to ask a, you know, a question here because it's easy to come in and we're talking about, you know, numbers and it's pretty incredible. And I also just want to say... I, we came in with a theme and just, I mean, everything came together so well. And Laura, I want to get to you just in terms of logistics and what happens behind, behind the scenes. But there's so many people involved, so many creative people, mm-hmm. you know, decisions made. You focused on, we did it on the day of the Super Bowl. You focused on the Super Bowl. I think your message illustration with the jerseys was incredible. Our campuses were flooded with people wearing jerseys. The T-shirts that people wore going through the tank were on that theme. And it's just, I think people just really connected with it. It was such an incredible thing. But what I want to ask is, 
Um, this is not just a spectacle. This mm -hmm. is not just hype. This is not something like we do so that people, you know, to draw attention to our church. This is what, Drew? It's not that. What, why do we do open baptism? Yeah, this is biblical. You know, I, I know there might be some people who wonder, like, why do we, why do, we do baptism that way? Well, that's the way the, they did it in the early church. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the way baptism really started is, you know, 3,000 people got saved and baptized, right? Mm -hmm. And people would respond to the gospel, and then they would get baptized, like the Ethiopian man, right? He got, he got saved, he got baptized. And this is just giving people a chance to either live in obedience, uh, be aware of baptism, be educated on baptism and choose to like walk in that step. And um, I just think it's a, a really biblical way of doing baptism. We take it serious too. So it's not where we're just emotional decision. We're having conversation with every individual. It kind of seeps into like Laura and her teams and our campus pastors. Like when people sign up, we're not just like, cool, you're gonna get baptized. No, we ask them like, hey, how, when did you come to know Christ? And we want to mm -hmm. make sure like, so this is a huge process um, but I, I agree with you. I think our theme this year just tied so beautifully together. It was all woven together. It was simple. And I think that's really important. When it comes to baptism, we can try to mu we muddy the water by making it more complicated than it was. But I think the picture of putting on a jersey, uh, this symbol that I follow that team, I think it made it so clear to people like, wow, okay, this is not salvation. This is me publicly declaring the jersey of Jesus that I'm wearing, and I want people to know it. Um, shout out to all of our creative team, and we traveled mm -hmm. to Buffalo twice. We got in the stadium. We How did you get in the stadium? Um, we took a tour of the stadium, right? They do tours. So if you're a huge Buffalo fan, you can do a tour. Um, pulled your phone out of your pocket? We, <laughs> we made a ton of phone calls. So like the first thing we did was like, hey, we called and like, can we shoot? And they're like, oh, the NFL has rules and stuff like that. So we just kind of weaseled our way into like getting this stuff. Inside Scoop, the original plan, uh, you know, all you Bills fans are going to roll your eyes at, the original plan was to shoot that in the Dallas Cowboys stadium. Um, our creative team kind of changed my mind. They're like, it's Buffalo. We should do Buffalo. <laughs> and so I made the deal with them that basically we would do Buffalo unless the Cowboys were in the Super Bowl. If the Cowboys were playing in the Super Bowl, you would have got a different video. And it would have been from Irvin, Texas at <laughs> Dallas Cowboys Stadium. Yeah. Um, oh, shoot. What was I going to talk about? But um, there was so much scrambling <clears throat> around you know behind the scenes and the rest and like you said you were tied to the stage you know like you're yeah. you, you get I ain't leaving the that, tank <laughs> I mean um what was you saying you said I was I was so tired of smiling I wonder there's so many so many blanks could be filled in right I was so tired of blank on Sunday morning because I can't the, the worship team they're up oh, there man. with a you know four hours they're yeah. there through all three services now they do three services but there's not as big a percentage of the service that's music mm. and it's just re relentless I, I can't imagine that they didn't you know just crash afterwards yeah. but Laura, do you have a blank? You know, I was so tired of, I mean, in a good way. Yeah, no, um, counting clothes. <laughs> that, I was so tired of it. And I know I still have to go back and recount everything. But um, folding men's underwear, um, <laughs> putting it into bags. It wasn't in the job description. You know about open it baptism. It wasn't. Laura folding women's underwear. Ordering men's, men's underwear. underwear and yeah. like, 
Oh, <laughs> sure, that looks great. That's yeah. awesome. Oh, man, yeah. I also think what was, you know, what's cool about open baptism, when you, you see, I think, a beautiful picture of the, the impact the gospel has on every angle, right? From, as you watch our baptisms, what I loved is you saw all kinds of different races, all different kinds of colors, all different kinds of ages from little kids to, mm-hmm. you know, grandma and grandpas to, you know, Latino people to black people to white people to Asian people. Like there's just this beautiful picture of like how the gospel ripples into different people's lives. It's for everyone. It impacts everyone. And we got to see like a, a beautiful picture of that, I think, at Open Baptism. Yeah, it's- I, I marvel at all those things too, and I do think that's incredibly biblical mm-hmm. to have an event where, especially like a Pentecost, think about all the you know nations, tongues, the yeah. lines that were crossed. Another spectrum is how long people have been walking with the Lord. Now, biblically, we know that these events, people heard the gospel, they accepted it, they got baptized. But we had people there who've yeah. been saved 30, 40 years yeah. who got baptized. There were three people in my community group, you know, some of them, you know, maybe a Lutheran background, baptized as babies, yep. but they they went through and got baptized. Plus, I remember talking to a community group leader after the first service, comes to me and says, Brad, I, intervie- I was in there interviewing. A couple of guys came in, and they said, we just got saved in mm. that room. That's amazing. And he said, I know I'm supposed to ask you questions, but you got to give me a minute, because <laughs> he was so choked yeah. up. But mm-hmm. that's what's supposed to happen, mm. right? And from people being in the tank, you had people who were just ready. They're like, I'm so excited. You, I, I literally had people shaking violently because they were terrified, but yeah. yet that didn't stop them. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it, just the, the conglomeration of people and their feelings and their nerves from, you know, I had hot pink nails to lime green socks <laughs> to boat shoes in the tank. I mean, it was just a, it was just such an a, amazing day. I'm, I'm literally exhausted, but I'm mm-hmm. so happy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, Laura, I mean, one reason we're so happy to have you here uh, on the podcast today is because this podcast is very much about what happens behind the scenes, whether it's how a sermon is prepared or how different things come together. But you were on point for how long? How many people? What crazy thing? So why don't you just tell us, what does this look like behind the scenes? How far ahead do you start? How many people do you have to involve? What are all the roles you need for volunteers or staff to play? Yeah. Um, As far as I'm concerned, it started, starts about like three months prior to the actual thing, um, event. And it takes lots of coordination, uh, figuring out a theme. Um, and what does that look like? And once we have a theme, okay, we, the ball gets rolling. What are our shirts going to look like? Um, how do we advertise it? And for me, that was let's get volunteers. And people, I don't think people realize it took at least, I think we had like 120 volunteers across the three campuses. Mm-hmm. And that's ranging from people being in the bathroom, handing out extra clothes mm-hmm. to helping them get into the tank, um, mopping floors and packing all the bags that people were going to wear. Yeah, it's quite the huge undertaking and counting all those clothes, making sure that if somebody doesn't have clothes with them, that we have enough of that to Mm. give to people and making sure that they're not going home wet. 
Yeah. So another thing that was interesting is like the technology behind. One thing was it's taken years to kind of refine these like spreadsheets and different mm-hmm. the communication that happens between campus. Like you have to know what's going on up there. Um, how many more people do we have to baptize? How many have we baptized? What's going mm-hmm. on other campuses and things like that. So just oh, yeah, when are we stopping? Like it, it is amazing the details that happen. Like even when okay from. The, the, t- the moment people stand up, right, and they go mm-hmm. back, I go back, I literally change, and I come back out, and I get in the tank. And the moment the lights come on, the band starts singing, in the back, you probably can't see this, my wife knows, because she, she like watches, and she's seeing, like, oh, look what's happening. <laughs> so basically, there's two numbers for me. There's a slash, right? And the first number is how many people I've baptized. In that so service. So it starts with zero, uh-huh. yeah, in that service. And then there's a number, of, and it usually starts with the pre-registered people. So, it, mm-hmm. it, you know, it's zero for 8.30. It was zero, and it was nine. And then you start baptizing, and it's like two and nine. So I've baptized two people. I got nine left. But what happens, is and so much fun to watch is what started as you know two and nine now is two and 14. And you're like, okay, I baptized two more people, it's four and 21. And you're, you're falling like, behind, Drew. at the 11 o'clock service, I'm not lying, I, I was like 40 people in, yeah. and I look up and I'm like, I am barely halfway. <laughs> like, I am, what is, what is, I mean, like. I'm so exhausted, but man, I could go forever, right? Yeah, it's just that yeah. feeling, and uh-huh. you have a countdown as well, that countdown that says, okay, our service is supposed to end at this time, so we need to say something to the you know, hundreds of people who are watching, hey, our kids' ministry still has your kids, so... <laughs> They don't want your kids anymore. They might want to come enjoy this. Go get your kids. Come back. Let's celebrate. And I think what was cool at the 11 o'clock service, we baptized an hour after our service was supposed to end. That's crazy. And so many people stayed. Yeah. And hung out and were like just celebrating. Yeah. Yeah. And you talk about the volunteers. Like I talked to so many volunteers afterwards. Our our best friends were in the bathrooms. Mm -hmm. And you think like, oh, that's got to be a terrible job sitting in the bathroom. They they were like, it was so amazing. Like Uh just being able to encourage people, help them to see the globs of people. Mm -hmm. And I talked to people backstage who were like cheering them on. Hey, here's what you got to do. And you get up there, uh, bend your knees, relax. Drew's got you. Like there was just this buzz in every person, like, wow, mm-hmm. we just got to see God do something mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. You know, I, Lori, you can, I'm just asking questions because I'm curious, right? <laughs> Me um, too. But, I have no clue. <laughs> um, and you can, I don't know which of these is interesting or whatever. I kind of think about, you know, for people, what is, what is pre-registration? Mm-hmm. What's the, what's their experience like for pre-registration? And then what all was involved to make that happen? And then, there's two kinds of people on a Sunday morning. There's those who have pre-registered. So what does their path look like? They stand up and what do they do? And then people who stand up and they haven't been part of pre-registration at all, what do they do? What what, what does that pipeline even look like? Pre-registration, yeah. the paths that people take? What? So those who pre-register, we had a button online that they could go and pre-register. You have to watch some videos, fill out a questionnaire. And then when we get that, um, either myself or our interview team, we meet with them. Um, and like Drew said, we go over your story. It's Mm -hmm. just a full conversation. Tell me about your life. What did that look like before Christ, after Christ? When was that moment of you placing your faith in Christ? And I can't tell you how many people I interviewed and who are, how many are baptism team interviewed, but it's Mm -hmm. so amazing getting to know those people and hear their stories 
and really see how God has worked in mm. their lives. Mm-hmm. And then Sunday morning, Drew gives the cue, get up and go. And they, if you've been pre-registered, they had already um, gotten their bag with their shirt in it. And so they just go to the bathroom, they change, they get out, and they just go. Anytime that I talk to somebody who is pre-registered, it's like, you get to skip the line. Like, just go. <laughs> like, you already have pass. everything. Yes, yeah. It's literally the Disney fast yeah, pass yeah. baptism. And then if you, if you are spontaneous, we had a uh, team of interviewers that were there that morning. Um, and so you would go and say, hey, I want to do this. Let's go. You would go talk to an interview um, and then get your bag, go change, and then get in line. So, so how do you decipher? So everybody, I'm assuming, goes to the same spot initially. Yep. And then it's like pre-register, go. Not registered, go. So yeah. that's where you separate Yep, them. and there is, you got a card. And this card is literally a piece of paper, and that was like your life because it had your name on it, your shirt size, where you were in the order. And I had made a boo-boo, and I... Um, didn't give somebody their card. It got mixed in line. Mm. I got yelled at. And so I like, <laughs> by my, no, it's rough. By my mom. And <laughs> she's like, you need to go give that to her. So I'm like running. I'm like, okay, like, ma'am, please hold this card. You need this. Uh-huh. And that's how they know like who it is, where they are in line. Right. Um, so yeah, it's interesting. There are always moments like even when we're in the tank, we're like, okay, we're waiting on three people, and Nate would come out. Two are coming. I have no clue where the third one is. Yeah. You yeah. know, because you're just like, okay, this is what the thing says, and we mm-hmm. have no clue. It's amazing the communication from that side to this side. Yeah, and I, you got people backstage watching docs like, hey, Webster just back because. What was so cool I, 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 I loved is like when Rochester stopped baptizing, Webster was just in Brighton. We're just getting yeah. started, right? So we yes. were baptizing people literally all day mm-hmm. long because yeah. our services are staggered. And it was just like, oh, we just finished. Hey, guys, Brighton and Webster are baptizing people yeah. right now. And to see the like connection and the communication from spreadsheets, cross lines, the counting, it's just an amazing Amazing job. You yeah, guys did. it was really cool because I was able to pull that sheet up on my phone and be like, wow, this is how many Rochester has, this is how many Brighton has, because it's a live spreadsheet shared between all yeah. three campuses. Um, <laughs> so it was really cool to see. Each campus broke records too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Rochester broke its baptism record, Webster <sighs> broke its campus record, and yeah. uh, Brighton, like, obviously well, didn't have any records, baptism, but they but yeah. broke records versus any other portable campus oh, we had. interesting. So it was the highest number on Very all three cool. fronts. And I want to say, I want to say, don't quote me, but this is literally going to be quoted, <laughs> that I think I heard we had more pre-registrants come in than people had been baptized at the last... I think it was close. close? It was close. Okay. I think we were short. I think we did 104 last Baptist. Okay. Uh, baptism. Yeah, I knew it was like a, just over 100. Yeah, and we had like 90-ish Yeah, yeah, so close. Okay. So well, the other thing me. that was interesting too, because we got to wrap this up. We got to tell me the story. So we got to wrap this up. But um, in the days before, we were just blown. A couple of things. Before I forget, I just want to say, Laura, you're amazing. Yes. I mean, you, you're you only hearing the tip of the iceberg. That's right. There is so much wisdom accumulated over the years mm-hmm. and then just the coordination of the volunteers. I was at the back when you made the announcement and people are coming out. And then they're, they they have dazed looks on their faces. And I'm like, I am completely useless here. <laughs> but then Laura's volunteers are right behind me. Hey, welcome. Congratulations. Oh, you pre-registered. Go this way. This way. I mean, they were in 
wonderful, capable hands. It you was built, a full group an, effort. You built full an incredible effort. pipeline. Mm-hmm. People were extremely well cared for. That's so, right. yeah, I I appreciate that. Um, what was I going to say? Now I'm just like so <laughs> distracted. I, dude, I my mind right now is like I want to say this. Oh, this, this, I know what that. I was saying. It was. Um, we talked about pre-registration. Mm-hmm. So in the oh, days before, right. like, I think we were about 40 or just under pre-registrations, October 2022, uh, something like that. Yeah. And then I saw, it's like, we're getting over 80. You mm-hmm. know, pre- Does that mean we're going to have twice? And I just, well, maybe we just did a better job communicating this time. Mm-hmm. Maybe people, we get the word out better and just, you know, but, but it pretty much held that, mm-hmm. you know, double the registrations meant... Over double the you know you know double the people that we had yeah. you know before just just incredible. What's so crazy that. is that statistic is actually so the last I think three years we have had around thirty percent of mm-hmm. our baptisms are pre registered sixty percent you know right forty sixty thirty five seventy five well you do the numbers so that's Scott's <laughs> job not mine um, they, it like lines up I was nervous this year I was like oh we have so many pre registers like mm-hmm. are we just gonna did, did we just do a good job of getting people on the ball and like, oh, this is is what it is. We'll have a couple. It was just... You were nervous. I had to make sure everybody had clothes. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a whole these... other side. Ordering <laughs> T-shirts. How many clothes do you have to have? And, you know, you don't want to be the person who buys too many. You're like, oh, what are we yeah. going to do with all this? But then if you buy too little, everybody's like, ye of little faith. And you're like, oh, I can't win over here. <laughs> the Amazon delivery guy or UPS, whatever hated me I'm sure because I had so many boxes Dave Bain would they would get here and he's like I'm not even looking I'm sure they're yours like here you go and they would just show up and we started to run out like I know. teachers we ran out of t-shirts we just throwing I saw orange yeah, t-shirts we were using old t-shirts old baptism shirts praise the lord all right. Well, listen, I got to wrap this up. I mean, it's as great as this is. Um, but I want to wrap it up this way with Jess for me. And I think, Drew, it's very much in your heart, too, is that the greatest sermon preached on Sunday morning was the parade of people mm-hmm. taking that step right. of obedience. Yeah. And what I look forward to, this wasn't the end of something. This is the beginning of yeah. something. Yeah. That what people saw, you know, intrigues them it you know blows them away they can't explain it right and they want to know more about this gospel Mm. they want to know more about this jesus there are people who will have an interest in the gospel Mm. now because of what happened Mm -hmm. on sunday so i'm looking forward to the the lives that will yet you know embrace christ and yet get baptized Mm -hmm. the ripple effect the ripple effect Absolutely. Well, that is the conclusion of the ripple effect. Week six blew the doors off. Incredible what God did. We give all praise and honor to him. It's We just get to watch. It was incredible. Thanks so much, Laura, uh, Drew, everyone. There's so many people, so many moving parts for everyone who brought this together. Uh, God is good. And whew, what are we going to top that with? So we got to, yes, we're all going to catch up on our sleep this week. And next week, we get to kick off a brand new series. And we're going to just get, especially, I mean, if you're walking with God, we're going to get real practical about prayer. Mm-hmm. Our next series is called Dear God. You want to be back for that? Have a great week. We'll see you then.